Picks and Bets, Sunbread Prize Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. I am Matt Moody, joined as always by DJ Mitchell. We're going through the two games offered to us on Tuesday, June 8th. Uh, DJ, um, let's get this started with how was your weekend? Um, I know you were out uh, living your best life, you know, not cooped up inside watching hockey like I was. But, you know, how was your weekend? How are you doing? And uh, you're looking forward to this slate. Yeah, no, it was nice. I was outside watching a concert with a beer. Um, that felt really good. I, you know, the, the, normally by this time of the year, it's kind of the transitioning completely out of hockey into full go concert season and the concerts haven't stopped. So did did take a couple of days off there. Um, enjoyed it. Got back Sunday, watched only hockey. And um, yeah, it was nice. So we're back. I, I was just thinking we're kind of marathon men or, or iron men, if you will. We have not taken a slate off either of us. Is that correct? Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, you mean? Yeah, Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. yeah no, we were in it for wow. the long haul. Um, Unreal. You know, we're, we're back. Yeah, we're quickly running out of games. Uh, fortunately for us, the Canadian series was not a uh, Tuesday, Thursday series, so we <laughs> we don't have to deal with that. Uh, we also we could potentially lose Carolina here, uh, but we are guaranteed to be uh, right back here on Thursday with Colorado and Vegas being tied at two to two. Um, so, you know, it, it's uh, going to be a good time here. We got at least another week of guaranteed content. You always like to hear that. Um, so we are going to go through the two games on the docket on Tuesday. Uh, but first, I do want to tell you about prize picks. Now, of course, you know, longtime listeners, you should know about prize picks and my whole spiel, yada, yada, yada. But if you're new, if you haven't tried out prize picks yet, I highly, highly encourage it. What you do is you go to prizepicks.com and use promo code MMN when you sign up. Once you do that, you put in some money. If you put in a hundred bucks, they'll give you up to a $100 match deposit bonus on that hundred dollars. So there you go. All right there, free money. You already made money, congratulations. Then what you do is you look at their board. They have right now 12 different sports being offered, uh, different you know areas to select from, multiple soccers for instance, but you can mix and match across all the sports all you do is you pick the over or the under for your given fantasy player. So on this slate, we have a couple of selections for you in the NHL. Uh, the first one that I wanted to talk about was Max Pacioretty, 4.1. Uh, by the way, you get three points for a goal, two points for an assist, and a half point for a block and a shot. Got it? Good. Max Pacioretty here going against Colorado. Yes, they're back in Denver, which is, you know, always a tougher place to play than Vegas and, you know, the rocking crowd and all that. But Max Pacioretty is on a freaking tear right now. Like he came back and this Vegas team is completely revitalized from the first six games in the Minnesota series. This team can actually score goals now in large part, thanks to Mr. Max Pacioretty. Uh, so far in the series, he has 23 shot attempts. He has two goals. He has 16 shots in four games. Like this guy is basically averaging five shots a night. Um, and he's a great point producer. So he's getting top power play run. He plays with Mark Stone. And he's one of the few people on, on the on the line that's shutting down Nathan McKinnon. Like, who knew? Um, so I really like Matt's, Max Pacioretty here at over 4.1. DJ, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the biggest misprice in my eyes is Dougie Hamilton 3.9, just because if he gets a point, it's like almost a stone-cold lock, um, which has actually been pretty surprisingly a, a bit of a struggle for him in this series. You know, he has the second most high course four um, of any player in the second round. And that includes guys that have played more games than him in large part. So um, Dougie Hamilton, uh, 
you know, could get there all alone on, on shots and blocks. I really think it's possible in a do or die game for him to see three or four blocks. He, he's not really known for it, but he's going to be out there a ton, uh, especially if they're trying to produce offense. And he only, like I said, only has one point in this series. I just don't buy that as uh, likely to continue onward. Um, so I'm willing to bet on him to at least get an assist. Um, and I think with the shots and blocks, it, it's a it's a very easy path. Um, and last game, he had seven shots on goal, one block shot. Game before that, he had five blocks and shots, six blocks and shots. So like I said, you're really just hoping for him to be involved in one goal on the power play. It doesn't really matter. He's seeing 22 plus 24, 25 minutes of ice time. And it could even be more, like I said, in this do or die matchup. So just seem, seems like a good one to go over on. Um, I think yours was really strong as well. Uh, and yeah, I think unless there's anyone else you want to mention, we can get right on into it. No, yeah, let's get into things. So be sure to head on over to prizepicks.com, say that 10 times fast, and use promo code MMN when you sign up. Is it Mayo Media Network? Let me know we sent you. All right, let's get to it. First up, 6.30. By the way, 6.30, not 7. The NHL's being a little sneaky here. Uh, we have Tampa at, or, yeah, Tampa at Carolina. Uh, Tampa with the chance to close out this series. They're minus 125 on the money line. DJ, how are you feeling about this one? Because... Boy, was that Saturday game tough to swallow for me. I was like, oh, Mrazek, he's he's the guy. He's going to do it. He's up 4-2. to two. Uh, No, Nikita Kucherov got knocked on his ass and said, nope, I'm getting up. I'm hitting the post. I'm coming out next shift, scoring a power play goal, and I'm just going to take over this freaking game. Uh, Nikita Kucherov is making me look like a fool. First telling you on Thursday how he didn't look the same. Now, I could go through his 5-on-5 game logs and tell you, oh, well, you know, he's only still getting four or five shot attempts a game at 5-on-5. Whereas in the bubble last year, you know, I, I'm just running through a stretch. Six, six, seven, 11, seven, five, nine. Like, you know, the guy was insane in terms of shot attempts in the bubble last year. Um, but boy, he looked real good in that second half of the game on uh, Saturday. So here, uh, given two days of rest, Nikita Kucherov, how are you feeling about Tampa's chances to close out this series? I, I think that the game plan is very simple. If you're Carolina, stay as far away from the penalty box as possible. Um, they gave up three power play goals all to the, I would say the first unit, although Sorelli was on the ice a little bit there too. So maybe, you know, whoever drew the penalty and, and whatnot, but the first unit scored three power play goals for the lightning and they are really freaking good. It, it's globe trotters ask out there for them as well. Um, so if Tampa is going to win, it's going to come through the power play. So if you can get any prop action on that Tampa power play, I think that's pretty strong. Um, I know FanDuel offers it for some of you out there. Um, I think if you're going to take one of their guys, and I think they're priced decently accordingly, but maybe you could find someone. I probably wouldn't take Kaloran because, like I said, he kind of bounced around a little bit um, in the last game. I think that's pretty fair. But irregardless, I still am going to just shade Carolina in a do-or-die matchup. We don't know who's going to be in net yet. Do you, do you have an angling it'll be Nadalkovich will get the dot again? Because Brendan Moore kind of alluded to, like, this isn't his fault. Like, we're just taking him out just because he needs rest. He's a kid. And then <laughs> Mrazic, I would say, laid an egg. Um, yeah, he um, was in the net that typically is reserved for the starters on yeah. uh, in practice on Monday. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. They could just be playing, you know, mind games or whatever. But uh, for right now, we're projecting Nadalkovich in. Uh, also noteworthy out of practice on Monday is it looks like we are going to get back Nino Niederreiter. Uh, unfortunately, it does seem like Vinny Trocek remains out as well as Warren Fogle. Um, but Nino practiced on a line with Marty Nachos and Jordan Martinuk. So, you know, the the power of the Marty parties, Marty party squared, 
I don't know. Can you call Martin a Marty party? I don't know. Um, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, getting Nino back there is just, you know, a guy who can muck and grind and get those net front goals that, you know, if Carolina's going to stay alive in the series, they do need to, you know, find some offense to counter punch this uh, Tampa power play. So uh, for me, I think I'm on the same thing as you, like, you know, shade toward the Carolina money line. If they're going to give us a little bit of plus value, all the better. You know, pretty much a coin flip here for me. Uh, I'm just hoping selfishly we see another game because this series has been a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a little bit of Saturday's action was a bit overblown just because, I mean, Vasilevsky even just, you know, completely pooped his pants, I believe you would say, on, uh, (laughs) uh, was it Jacob Slavin's goal, I think, bounced off the post, off his back, into the net, like just, you know, not stuff you normally see out of Vasi, but obviously we know, you know, Mrazek had a tough game as well, Um, but you know, undoubtedly that game was pretty crazy all, all when it's all said and done. So, um, you know, I think for me, when I'm looking at players, if you're not one of the guys on the power play, who's touching the puck for Tampa. I'm not really sure I'm that interested. Like, you know, Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman, they're just, I mean, they just look insane right now. Um, you know, Braden Point, he can get there, but he's no guarantee to get there. Um, you know, it's just the way their power play functions. If Carolina tries to take him away, uh, then they'll just, you know, completely, you know, they'll let them go and they'll play four on three elsewhere. Um, so I really do think you need to build around at least one of those three guys. Um, and honestly, it's tough to sell me on that one. The other game, Colorado Vegas, just it seems really, really enticing to me yeah. from a fantasy standpoint. So, um, you know, anything from the player props or news or anything like that that you wanted to cover here on the individuals in this Tampa Carolina game, and then I guess we should cover the over-under as well. Yeah, probably it does. No, I, I full heartedly agree that this game is, is going to be, I would say, uh, less, I'm going to have less ownership. And, and I think the fact that it blew up so much last time is going to even help me come to that conclusion a little bit more, just because people might see the box score and be like, oh my God, there's what, 10 goals in that game? Was it 10? Uh, yeah, 10 goals. And they're going, oh yeah. man, they just must be. I really don't think the game was, was as, uh, I think there was a lot more goals scored than that should have been. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I the expected 100%. goals numbers agree with that. The expected goals have it at about 2.6 for Carolina, 3.5 for Tampa based off hockey viz. So it was not, not four and six. And I think we'll get back to that normality. I'm probably going to plan on starting the Delkovich in my lineup. And then I'm going to maybe put in Nate Choss. I think at 4,200, he's a really, really good value. Um, and then see if I can correlate. Maybe you get a Tampa guy in there. I'm not sure yet. But I'm very much thinking, you know, Hamilton, Natchos could be the call for me. And then just kind of going with uh, some Vegas and, and some Colorado. As far as, you know, shots and whatnot, I've already fed Hamilton. I like him for the shot bonus again. I think that he's incredibly strong play overall. I think his price is, is right. It's come down a little bit, if I recall correctly. I mean, I could kind of look at that. But um, just because he hasn't been getting the points and yeah, it's, you know, it's gotten as high as 6.9 against uh, Nashville, but that's a little bit different. And it's come down a couple hundred dollars against Tampa. So, you know, he gets one, one or two assists in there, which it's sometimes just luck rather than, than skill. Um, and he's right. I don't think that that price ever comes down. So I think I'd like to ride that um, for shot. Spesnikov has been one of the better at course for 60 players all season and in the playoffs. Um I think he could continue that. He's the best outside uh, in this entire series outside of Dougie. So I think those two are the, the easiest, safest bets. Um, is there anyone else you wanted to mention for a shop prop or point or anything? 
Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, if you're looking for a bit longer odds, just a guy to keep an eye on is uh, Jesper Foss playing with Jordan Stahl at 5-on-5. Um, you know, Foss is a guy who is getting second power play run. I don't project uh, Nino's return to sort of take that job away from him. Um, you know, maybe we'll get some, you know, hint in morning skate if that'll be the case or not. But for right now, I'm projecting him to be second line, second power play. You know, he's going to be minimum salary across the DFS industry. And um, let me just see if I can pull up his to score odds real quick. Uh, yeah, they're way down there, plus 420. Um, look, he's not going to be a volume shooter by any means, but sometimes you got to take the guys who are in position, you know, to be on the ice. And this is one of those plays for me um, where I just think Jordan Stahl is a, a fine player and they're definitely going to get the easier of the matchups, in my opinion. And even if not, I mean, Kucherov defensively, that line hasn't been excellent. So uh, I'm actually not that all that concerned if Jordan Stahl is used as a matchup guy. Um, but, you know, for right now, I'm projecting that to be the Yahoo line anyway. But, um, yeah, I, I don't really have much more to say in this one. Um, the under, I, I think, is a slight shade for me, but I don't think I'm going to bet it personally. It's just it seems like good. it's going to be like – do the goalies show up or not? And I'm just not buying on, on either of them right now. So just <laughs> yeah. really get to touch on that. I'm just sort of fading that completely, but I think I'd shade the under. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you there as well. So Carolina and the under, uh, Tampa 7-1, to one, book it, they're in. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move over to the second and last game of the night, uh, game five in Colorado and Vegas. I mean – I don't know if there's enough good things to say about the series to this point. Um, game one was obviously, you know, that was a bit of a mess, like just logistically and, you know, like officiating and all that. Um, but it was fun. And then game two, I mean, that was just insane. Game three, like you could just feel, you know, you could feel the Vegas comeback. You could feel them making it a series. And then just the bang, bang, uh, five minutes left, two quick goals to, you know, tie it and take the lead, just insane stuff. And then, they put their foot on the throat of Colorado in game four. So going back home, how are you feeling about this minus 150 on the avalanche, DJ? Man, it is it's so hard because Vegas has been so good in the past two games on on home ice. And I know that was a bit of a narrative coming in. Like Vegas, they like never lose a game on home ice in the playoffs. And it's like very cool. I'm sure that's super you know, relevant in data analytics, I'm sure they'll, and they just, they just don't lose. They just keep winning and they play really well. And I know it's probably more in our heads than anything else, but it's, it's crazy. And I watched that game on Sunday night and just kept waiting for Colorado one to show up. And I, I didn't notice them. I, for a while there, I was like, are they playing? Like where I haven't seen McKinnon's name in, in forever um, to see him with, you know, just three shots on net. I mean, that is, it's like a season low. <laughs> what the heck? I'm like, there's yeah. no way. Um, you know, and they have done such a good job shutting them down. They got Brandon McNabb back. Now that that's the biggest news in the world or anything, but you know, he might have made a, a small difference. They seemingly have found the right line to blanket Colorado one with, but you know, we're back in Colorado now and Colorado can dictate the matchups a little bit, which seems to be a decently big edge. I mean, when Vegas had a chance, which was all game, it was a patch ready line. Like you said, Mark Stone, one of the best defensive <laughs> yeah. forwards, maybe in NHL history, um, McNabb and, and Theodore blanketed on them and it worked. So I'm kind of of the mindset of going back to Colorado one, just because of two bad performances and the, the amazingness of Tampa's power play might sway some people to just ride that narrative. 
So personally, I'm going back to Colorado one. Um, I'm going to, you know, try to look if I can find any sort of an edge on Colorado one guys, you know, McKinnon at plus 154 on FanDuel score. It's like, man, that's enticing, you know, uh, but I'm taking Colorado. I don't know if I'd actually bet that line personally, minus 150 just kind of seems like a, a bit of a losing equity for no reason. Like, I don't think it should be that, um, but I like the over and I, you know, personally am going to be playing Colorado full one the whole stack. So that, yeah. That so that. Uh, something interesting here is that even at home, Colorado did want McKinnon going out against the stone line. Um, and, you know, yeah, game about, one, oh, no, it was a patch ready. Never mind. I was game, say game, wasn't with, yeah. Was game a, one definitely, you know, was a bit odd, you know, <laughs> um, just you know, things were going crazy and all that, but stone, you know, Stevenson patch ready had the edge. Game two, same thing. They had the edge territorially. Like, yeah, you know, McKinnon will in Rantanen, especially on the power play, they'll score in their chances. And then they go home, and again, Patches, Patches line, just uh, they are actually dominating Colorado one, yeah. like on the series. Um, so, you know, with that I said, Colorado was going to get away from that. Like, Bednar has yeah, made maybe. multiple remarks about like how the team's, like, I, I can't imagine he's going to allow this to happen so, again. Like, the stone line dominated. So, I mean, Nazem Kadri's not coming back. Like, he's literally out for the series. So, you know, what do you do if you are Colorado here? Because um, if they do try and get, you know, patches you know, or get McKinnon away from that line, like, they're just going to have a field day. Tyson Jost is just, I mean, he's playing awful. Like, he's had really, really, really poor numbers. Uh, has not looked good. Um, you know, so I really think that Vegas – I'm not sure if I'm willing to bet the plus 125 on the money line, like, you know, Colorado still at home, uh, their power play, all that. But man, am I really, really, really going to be hard pressed to not have Max Pacioretty locked into my DraftKings teams. Yeah. Um, I think he's my favorite guy to score at plus 170. Like the guy is just a sniper. You know, he adds an element to this Vegas team that they simply don't have. Yes. I know Mark just just picked up a hat trick, mm-hmm. um, but Patches is an actual bonafide goal scorer. Um, in addition to being a volume shooter. So that's sort of where I think my personal edge is in this game. It's just like, yeah, they're, you know, now they're on the road again, but I actually do think that there were a lot of signs like from games one and two out of stone and patches. Um, so, you know, maybe people will jump off them like you're thinking. Um, so that's sort of where I'm looking here. One interesting note on the Colorado side is that Bowen Byram per- potentially could return. Um, Bednar seemed to suggest it according to Adrian Dater, one of their, um, one of their beat writers, basically, you know, saying that I'm thinking about playing him, which to Dater just meant, yeah, he's going to be in there, uh, likely for Connor Timmons. So just keep an eye on that. You know, I'm, I wish it was Patrick Nemeth, you know, he, uh, he, yeah. he had a rough game, um, you know, yeah. nice, nice assist there on the, uh, <laughs> on the, uh, March so first goal to give the puck immediately to Riley Smith, like just, you know, here, just, I I don't want it. it. Please score. And then Riley Smith was like, no, 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 no. Matt, play me on DraftKings. I can't score. So then he hits a crossbar. The puck bounces away. Carlson, the march is so in. I don't even get an assist for that. Whatever. We'll move on. Um, You should cry. Do it. I mean. You did, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have a little, I'm a little flaky here from it. Um, Anyway. Yeah, so, you know, that's one area where you could get a really cheap guy in, you know, Byram, who, you know, let's be honest, he won't play a ton of minutes if he dresses more more than likely, um, but he could be interesting, especially for showdown, or if you just need, like, total punts. So, 
any other thoughts, you know, maybe about the Marcus O-line or anything like that um, in this game? Um, I mean, I, I think it's very fairly priced, the Marcus O-line, but I'm just, you know, I, I kind of like your narrative on it a little bit more of saying like, hey, you know, I think however I was going to try to get away from the patch ready line with McKinnon out there and maybe, um, you know, maybe we just ride pouch ready and Ranton, or you know, if you could try to get Landis Gog in there too, it's going to be really, really hard, but there's enough value in Carolina that I think it's somewhat doable. Um, that's kind of something I'm look, going to be looking at right now uh, and seeing what I can do. But I, you know, those two lines I think are the best exist. If they're playing against each other, they kind of cannibalize each other. So, uh, you know, if you kind of want to ride the narrative as well, that you said that, you know, Patch Ready's line, even when Colorado was home, was matched up with the McKinnon line, maybe you could you know, talk yourself into that Vegas too, a little bit easier. And the power play correlation is is very nice. Um, you know, Marcus O scored in the power play. He scored two of five on five and all his line mates are there. So if you're looking to maximize the value, it's right there. And you can say the same for the stone line. But um, yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I do think that you're going to have to make a, div- a difficult decision um, Patch Ready is, is one of the best plays of the night. McKinnon's one of the best plays of the night. You know, getting both of them in and correlated pieces should be important on a two-game slate. So getting all of that is impossible. Um, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's, it's a chess. It's always chess out there in DraftKings. And I think that if you really like some of these guys, maybe it's it's definitely worth writing um, a couple, um, you know, one one shots, you know, the goal for McKinnon, goal for um patch ready and, and stuff like that, because I do think that they're very, very, very good plays. Maybe the best plays of the night on DraftKings. So why not put a little bit of money on them to score? They could all score, you know, together. Um, yeah. Like all right. So here's, um, here's another couple names for you on the Vegas power play right now is Alec Martinez. He's on the top mm-hmm. unit. So basically he's sitting across from patch ready. Um, patches is going on the left flank. Martinez is a one-time option on the right side. He's a lefty shot. Alec Martinez is, not good like i mean i i think you know i've played him every game since like game five of the minnesota series and been you know uh, very rewarded for it he's hit the blocks bonus every single game uh since then um but when he's in that role he's just super duper valuable because you know you're basically starting with seven DraftKings points just from his blocks and then you're adding on this power play upside in terms of both shots on goal just you know putting the puck on net from that you know advantageous spot as well as the point equity that comes with it. I'm seeing him, you know, one on DraftKings, he's 5.3, slightly cheaper than Theodore and Petrangelo. In my opinion, he's just a better play than both of them. Um, Petrangelo slightly better floor, but I don't think he quite matched them in terms of the upside. And then over on the sports book, plus 460 for the power play one-time option, the score a goal. Like, yes, it's Alec Martinez. Yes, it's a defenseman. But throw all that out for a second and just think about the power play usage. I think that's actually really, really good odds. Um, and then, of course, you can find a shot prop for him, too. I think that's perfectly fine. Um, so I just find that really interesting. You know, the way that they're using Martinez isn't really how I would use Alec Martinez. Um, but, you know, that doesn't really matter. So take advantage of what we have. And I think that Martinez is a is a wonderful play to pair him up with Pacioretty. So, um yeah, anything else before we uh, wrap up for this show? Uh, no, it's, it's probably pretty good. We can do a couple of uh, favorite bets. I mean, I think that you, you've, you've hit on some good ones. I, I don't know if there's anything super unique we could possibly conjure up. I think the Martinez one is probably the furthest we're going to go. Um, 
But I do think that, you know, my favorite bet of the night, if I was going to say one, I think it's McKinnon to score. I think that this is, you know, plus 154 over on FanDuel. I'm not sure what we're going to get him on DraftKings yet. That just doesn't seem right for one of the best players in the league. And I, I know you could probably talk me into, you know, Rantanen might be like pretty similar. Um, Rantanen's to score. I just want to double check. I don't know why. It's While you're looking for that, I do. I pull up the DraftKings. They just posted uh, plus oh, yeah. 117 on McKinnon and plus 138 on Ranton. So definitely a bit of value if you shop that over yeah. on FanDuel. There. Oh, he is like the last one. Plus 162 for Ranton. And there. Ooh, fine. Jesus. Yeah. It was like the last one listed. Why is yeah. it in that order? Uh, so actually, <laughs> yeah, you know, either or. I mean, you know, honestly, you're going crazy. Do both. I mean, they could pull score. Like, that's. That's it within the realm. I think McKinnon's a little more likely, even though Rantanen probably over the course of the season was a little more likely. And I think the expected goals numbers for the series do be at Rantanen is a little bit ahead of McKinnon. Um, Rantanen has uh, IX goal 1.95. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we're talking about guaranteed goals, though, I mean, Brandon Sod has a goal in, uh, geez, what is this? I know. Uh, Five of six. Nope, six of seven. He has goals in six of seven, Brandon Saad does. So, um, you know, the, the books have priced that in at plus 245. I, I, I don't know. think you can do that. But if you're one of those people who likes to ride the heaters, uh, Brandon Saad is absolutely on a tear right now. Um, he could even be playing with Burakovsky at five on five, which, you know, um, keep an eye on that if they try and mix things up a bit and Burakovsky up to the top line or something crazy. I don't project that uh, coming down the line, but it could. Um so, yeah, I mean, let's just wrap that one up. I think for me, my favorite bet's just the over in that game, uh, over five and a half. Like that game just feels like a four to two at least or three to three heading to overtime. Um, you know, I think we're in for a doozy in that one. And selfishly, I'm just hoping that Carolina pulls this off. So we have another nice two game slate on Thursday as well. Um, so, DJ, you ready to head out? Yeah, no, I mean, thanks for listening. If, if you've listened to every episode and join the Ironman Club with us, um, if you're checking us out for the first time, thanks for stopping in. We'll be continuing all season. Um, you know, we're, we're having a blast. It's my highlight of the week, every week, both episodes. So thanks for jumping in. Thanks to Prize Picks for sponsoring. Um, definitely check them out. As I mentioned multiple, multiple times, it's, you know, if you're doing enough research to listen to this podcast, you're probably doing even more. You're probably going through multiple sites. It's just, this is another vessel for you to gain an edge. And if you're not taking advantage of it, you're just throwing money out the window. Um, so I definitely would check it out. Um, use code MMN when you sign up for a match deposit up to $100. Always check out the, sometimes they're, you know, guys, their promo guys even link some more stuff. So check all that, that as well. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? No. So uh, let's get out of here. Good luck to everybody on this Tuesday night of action. I am Matt. That is DJ. Follow us all on social media. You see it on your screen on YouTube or, you know, you know where to find us in the uh, in the description and all that on YouTube and the podcast. So like, subscribe, follow us, all that good stuff. Thanks to Prize Fix, and we will see you.